The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? One, two, three, four. It's the start of something beautiful. A small acquaintance has blossomed and ripened into a precious friendship. It feels like It's better, it's better with you My life It's better, it's better with you This is true It's better, it's better with two My life It's better with you Hello everybody and welcome my brother I shouldn't have to. No, I'll, t- I'll handle yeah, it. Don't, don't worry. Thank you, Griffin. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm 36 years old, have been for a while, and will continue to be for several months. But both of my perfect, perfect, precious, beloved brothers are gonna are ranking up the ladder of age this week, and so they're gonna take off on this. They're gonna chill on this one, and I've got the uh, boy. I'm gonna carry. You're that doing way. the whole episode. Yeah, you guys can hop in there if you need to, but it's mostly going to be a sort of like Billy Crystal, 500 Sundays sort of. Um... I think you've misread this, Griffin, because I think for Justin, maybe taking it easy would be his ideal. My ideal would be I get to, to talk the hard. most. Yeah. 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 Well, you fill in my gaps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what do I do? What do what do I do? Hey. I actually have uh, I've written. I spent. I was up all night and the night before and the night before writing my sort of Billy Crystal Five Hundred Sunday sort like of. Like remember me? Fun- well, okay, Griff. I confessional. Tell you what, confessional. Why don't you comedy. give me just because I don't want all that work to be wasted? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you give me the choice bits, but no context, just punchline? Yeah. Because we're short on time, so just like uh, give me your borscht belt stuff, but like. And if no, you, no setups, just out of context, like so it yeah. hits. And if you could yeah, end sure. it like you're in, like you're the opening act for Justin and I, and then you introduce us to bring us on, so warm up the crowd with all your punchlines, and then yeah, introduce yeah. the headliners, me and Justin. So there's um, what is what's that? A, an asshole or a screen door is one. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. And that is challenging yeah. material, man. Yeah. We have um, creamed corn, not the way I do it, um, okay. is another one. Okay. That's a punchline, no. but you guys aren't getting it. The setup <laughs> is really, really, really one, good. Um, and then there's a few other ones. There's a, I come Are back there? to cream corn like a lot because I'm trying to do it like my catch, like my catchphrase. Oh, okay. like, ah, yeah. Cream corn. Um, and so I have I have those sort of in the fucking quiver, ready to yeah, launch, yeah. ready to blast as soon as you need them. Um, oh, that's such a relief, Griff. I guess I'll adapt some of my solo confessional monologue shit into a cooperative podcast experience. Okay, now if you um, could now if you could intro the birthday boys, please. Yeah, thank you. Set I thought I already fucking. Down. I thought I, okay. If, well, folks, we got here. They come right down the ramp. Oh shit! That's Justin McRoy's music. Hey, it's Justin McElroy. Thanks for having me on my show. How old are you now? 
I'm 43. That can't fuck. Be. And what about you, Trev? Oh shit! The oldest sounding age I think there is. Yeah, that is yeah, something I think you so can. Too. Ha- you can. If someone says they're 43, you yeah. can't ignore them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say that I don't. Fi- I'm thinking of an exception. I can't. If someone's yeah. 43, you could shuffle them off to the dustbin of history. Yeah. You might trot them back out in the 70s for like a grape juice commercial. Yeah, or you've whatever. been out long enough to no longer be relevant, but not long enough to have interesting stories about the past. Right. <laughs> it depends on who you are, though, because I feel like a Paul Rudd 43 is like a Griffin McRoy 31. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe, maybe a 27. 27. You could play 27 as for, as a Paul Rudd 43. Oh, shit. That's Travis McElroy jumping up out of the ground. What's up, Trav Nation? Woof, woof. It's me, Travis, the influencer McElroy, um, turning the big 4-0. But if anyone asks, I'm 28. <laughs> talk and... For- I talked to Paul Rudd for five minutes one time. Okay. Yeah. And we I were still, all there. We were I all still there. Think, okay. But can you back me up on this? I still think about it regularly. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was so nice. Yeah. Kind of shifted off of my Rudd. intro pretty quickly there. Um, well, he had to talk about the one time we talked, we did talk, have a conversation with Paul I woke up the next day, realized, like, with a sadness. That it that wouldn't I, happen again. That it wouldn't that, happen. Like I don't you have think had I'll your, see Paul Rudd again. You have had your t- your experience, your brush. Yeah, that was my one Paul Rudd time. And normally that's for, for me, I'm very awkward around Famos. Yeah. So yes. like usually for me, I duck in. What's up? Thanks. Usually Travis introduces me to them and I Thank nod you. and then walk away quietly and say I met them. Yeah. With Paul Rudd, it was like, I would love to Paul run into Paul Rudd again. I would love yeah. to see Paul Won't, though. I would love because he'll see, see you. He'll see you and be like, "Hey, what's up? I already did you." Yeah, and then he'll make you go away. You've had he'll your make piece. you go away. From- everybody, every American Thank is you. guaranteed one, one brush. exceptionally charming <laughs> rud run. <laughs> it's the one time you get to run it. I, I, this is this started out as a joke. I can think of five anecdotes in my head about Paul Rudd. Be a chill, great guy. And I think maybe he's trying to work his way around everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, Travis is here too. Yeah, I'm here too. He's with my new wait, t-shirt. 40, tur- wait, how old are you turning? I'm 40. Four zero. Oh no! Oh, I'm next. Than 43. But I but <laughs> I feel a powerful. Like, I've listen, I've thought a lot. Um I, I squeezed right under the wire to go see Kesha before the cutoff. Yeah, and uh, it, it made me think about life and stuff. Yeah, and so I, I'm going into forty, pretty, zen, pretty balanced. Everything yeah. figured out. Uh, seeing Kesha cured my ADHD, which was nice. Whoa! Yeah, at, when, at the Kesha concert, did they have two bouncers? And you hand your first one to the first bounce, your ID to the first bouncer, mm-hmm. and they're like, "All right, over eighteen, you're good to go." But then the second bouncer is like, "Let me hold on, let me take a look at this." <laughs> yeah, so fast, and then they're Grandpa. like, "Oh shit, Trav, you got in here. You have yeah. weeks remaining. Congratulations." Yeah. It was nice. It was yeah, nice. I like that. They it's gave like me. Air, it's like an age airlock. They gave me a comfortable uh, pad to sit on on my seat. They brought me a little oh. blanket to drape over my legs during the show. Can so I just stop the show to get this guy a hemorrhoid donut? Yeah, it was Somebody nice. get this old man a hemorrhoid donut, please. What's the? Cause I forget. I forgot. We did talk about it. We did set this up on the show. What's the yes, current yeah, status yeah, yeah. of the Kesha sort of friendship Kesha. quest? Talked about our mutual friend. Uh, uh, discussed mutual friends, baby. Talked about my kids. Kesha, far too cool to be my friend. She was like, "Well, we knew that. You know, we knew that." No, before. but I mean, was in there, the Trav, moment, was there like, I have to know. Please take me inside. Was there a? 
was there one point at which the bait was extended, right? Uh-huh. And it's like, this is definitely the hook where if you bite at this, I'll begin yes. drawing you in with my Correct. tractor beam. What was what was the hook and how was it deflected narrowly by Kesha? Okay, so the <laughs> the the hook bait was the mutual friend, like yeah. and our mutual friend uh told me to say hi. And the response was, okay. Which, yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> right was, off her fucking yeah, it was <laughs> wow. out of here. Okay, good. Then, I'm Kesha. Then she, hey, I'm Kesha. You know yeah, that, right? Yeah. Then TikTok, I don't want to make, make her stop. sound. <laughs> I don't want to make her sound rude in any way. She went. She said, "Okay, oh, I no, haven't seen." So, and then she said, "Oh, I haven't seen him forever." Right? Then engaged on a different level. Okay, but okay. But there was okay. such a clear. Poof, let me know. Let you know what this is. I will, now I will say also though to Kesha's to Kesha's defense, and Kesha doesn't need me to fight her battles. No, God, but no. I will say the this. battle she's fought, Justin. She's a fucking warrior now. Yeah, yeah. she's a warrior. You're going if if you're doing a meet and greet like that, especially if, if pace is a little fast. You're in a different heads. You are not ready for someone to say, "I know your friend." It's yeah. like that yeah. part of your brain is locked away somewhere. It's not part of the meet and greet. So it does. It can take a little while, like lock take out of that mode and get into like actual, like wherever and, those memories are stored. And Travis, I want you to know, I don't think there is a large portion of our audience who is going to think less of Kesha for not instantly becoming your friend. I feel like that is a. I feel like that is a normal response for a very famous person to do. If a little goblin came up to me on the street and was like, "Do you want to play with me?" and I was like, "No, man, that's na- you're kind of weird and nasty," and I walked away, nobody would be like, "Wow, Griffin sure was mean to that little goblin." You know <laughs> what I mean? True. I kind of would, but that's I'm picturing true. I'm picturing a very cute goblin. To be okay, fair, no, I'm this no is a one, nasty fucking. Oh, okay. No one chides me for casting a shadow in a sunbeam, and that's exactly what you've done with Kesha. Yeah. Okay, you starting to feel a little bit like you it's not my Kesha's birthday. Kesha's time and my time. Maybe you guys have okay. forgotten it's uh, my birthday. Our oh, birthday. you're right. Well, uh, not wait. What day is this releasing? How close this are going we to actually? The six. Okay. But well, nobody listens days. on the first. Day. They all come in on that Wednesday when it's warmed up. You know, yeah. I felt panic about being 43, but then I remembered this is from the future. Right. So I still have time yeah, at 42 time. to get in some like very funny stuff yeah. about like Douglas Adams and Hitchhiker and stuff. I didn't yeah, do yeah. any of that stuff. Yeah. And I feel like I still have a little bit of a window. That's re- Oh, re- yeah. Because the 42 is like the number from the book. Oh, the yeah, funny, it is. Yeah. It's one of the funnier numbers. People and love it when you explain that out loud yeah. to them. And if you put a zero at the end, it's the weed number. And they hate it when you point that out. Yeah. They shit. hate they hate it. no one wants to talk about that. Yeah. That the that the nerd that the dweebs <laughs> and the potheads just yeah. one zero removed. And we could all be united. And take hey, let's jobs. get really, really, really into numerology. Yes. What if next year's theme is just we get really Super into numerology. We're not even rhyming it because yeah, we just call it two zero two four. What does it mean? What does it mean? Two zero two four. What does it mean? Think about. We'll it. We'll figure it out. With this you. is an advice show. I'm so happy right now. I love recording the show with you guys, and I'm very happy to be in this exact moment. Ooh. We've been uh, building up to it, and it's time. Okay, it's time to help people. Recently, I had to buy some emergency clothes while traveling. I found. Do you like? Do you guys like it when you have to do that? Depends on how much. I need a coat, and it's like, yes. 
ooh, maybe. I, oh, and, yeah. I, and I'm like looking at coats I would normally, right? Because I'm I'm on the road. What kind of? Yeah. I don't know. What is New Orleans Jay? What is he? What's his? It, st- I style? also had to buy a coat in New Orleans. Ooh, yeah, it was, it was cold extremely cold there. It kind of feels like that scene in a, like if you are suddenly oh I'm in a strange land. I was transported here and I need to buy armor and stuff. I right, wasn't yeah, expecting yeah, yeah. Oh, the furs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I uh, found some very cute underwear. Oh, you pooped your pants. Mm. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. That could happen in very... adventures too. They don't talk about that a lot in Narnia, but yeah. Uh, I found some very cute underwear with brightly colored pineapples, but I realized too late the waistband reads alpha male in big bold lettering, which sticks out above my pants line. The pattern is I don't, very what's good. What's the though. problem? Where, where's the issue? Somehow reuse the fabric. And that's from Ian. Um, yeah. If I had those, how thoroughly are you insagging the underpants? That, 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 perfect, boom. Now, Travis, I will say this. It could be a situation where there was like an inside stitch that spelled it out that it wasn't until you stretched the fabric around yep. your, your mom's pubis uh-huh. that it then revealed the hidden meaning underneath. I That's think true. that the That's only really way this is a problem is if you are already kind of giving off accidentally, accidentally, Ian, I'll give you that, uh, a, a vibe of this person thinks they're an alpha male. Otherwise, it's ironic and great, right? Yeah. If you're not giving off that vibe and someone's like, oh, funny, right? But if you are, like, could be mistaken for that, now, now it's a problem. Now, I will say, if you announce to anybody who does draw attention to your underwear, if they're like, whoa, alpha male, huh? And you say, yeah, I bought these when I shit my other pants. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'm uh, I'm an alpha now. I wasn't before. Now I leveled There's, up. There is nothing actually more alpha yes, now that I'm thinking about yes. it than just dropping ass in your own the pants. Alpha male shit where he wants. Yeah, listen, I'm on my grind. I can't stop working. I can't stop flirting for a second. Are you kidding me? Rising grind, 24-7. I don't have time to take shits where they're supposed yeah, to. Listen, I take shits I'll, where I need to. <laughs> What's that? My the shitty smell I have makes you want to barf. That's a you problem. Sounds like a real cuck move to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I only care about one KPI: cool pooping inside my pants. <laughs> yeah, that's my KPI. Hi, I'm Andrew Tate. <laughs> I'm Andrew Tate. And I love shit in my pants. That's a oh, fact. Oh man. Hey, I feel like actually I'm. We're now in the the moment right now where I'm realizing it could be an out. Al- I'm so wildly out of out of touch with my inner alpha male yeah. that that might be a thing it there might, might be, be an alpha move yeah, there might it might be alpha male behavior to just shit right in your pants they always say don't shit where you eat but do shit where you sit those are the yeah. two just shit where you sit baby don't stop yeah. hey you're on a great run in Fortnite. you're definitely i don't know what alpha males play probably Fortnite. and yeah. like hey man don't get up to go shit madden, madden you think i want to start a competing package delivery company called alpha mail M-A-I-L. I feel like that would do Ooh, so well. That's, I don't think, going to do good Mail, for you. I hey, will. Wait, get this. Package delivery for boys. Now, that's nothing ah, still. Damn it. it didn't get better. Uh, I I will say that sometimes when my youngest son poops right in his pants and looks up at me while he does it, there is an intimidating oh, energy that, that is there. Alpha male shakes their pants and a beta male changes their pants for them. Right? Oh, for sure. Because think about that maneuver when your son shits his pants and looks at you 
What he's thinking is, now this is your problem. Now it's you. Now it's a you thing. Okay, let's go back to this person. Okay, you yeah. just, you're going to stitch some quotation marks around alpha male, and you're perfectly fine. <laughs> That's really good, too. Or, or a question mark at the uh-huh. end, and then write no afterwards. Just use whiteout. Just white out some question marks on there. I was imagining yeah. a black band with white text. Is that what you guys are imagining? Well, you could white out the H and the A and part of the piece that says ALF male. And now it's great. That's good. Or just get rid of everything but ALF. There you go. And then write apostrophe S that you are ALFs. <laughs> this ALF's is male. ALF. This uh, is ALF. I belong to ALF. Do you find do you guys find it? Do you guys find it troubling the way that the modern media conglomerates in their desperate attempts to find anything of relevance we will care about in a very crowded landscape that we have not seen Alf reborn? Why yeah. has Alf not re- like he's right there, right? What did yeah. Alf do that he's, he's not waiting back? To the Alf party? is ready. Yeah, all I feel I, like for some reason we're not ready for ALF, and I don't know why. Like, all I, don't I can know why assume, no one's taking him up. the ALF creator, the progenitor of ALF, wasn't in it for the money. He was in it for the beauty and the art. And they're trying, to throw, yeah. they're trying to throw money at him, like, let us just do ALF. And he's like, no. I'm yeah. waiting for the right, the, the one who I know, like, uh, like in The Giver. I'm waiting for the next ALF progenitor that I can trust. Yeah with the ALF lineage, and it ain't you. Maybe it's us. Now, I do, I do have that uncle that works at Nintendo. Yeah. Mm. That you guys don't have. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I've been meaning to ask about that, actually. I have a, a special uncle at Nintendo that isn't your uncle, to either of your uncle. Yeah, right. And he told me that ALF is going to be a downloadable character in Super Smash Brothers. Oh. He would be good. He would be good. Yeah. I would main ALF. He's a, he's, he's a, he's excellent at edge hogging and wave dashing. It's out. Oh. You've seen him. Did you, you say edge hogging? Edge hogging? I'd, ra- I'd rather go on, Griff. <laughs> About edge hogging? Go on. Oh, it does sound like it's kind of a sexual thing, I suppose. But I assure you, gentlemen, it could not be <laughs> further from that. I assure you. <laughs> May it please the court. May it please the court. <laughs> Um, Listen to the word edgehog in context. It could not be sexual. I actually have a wizard if we could do it. Oh, uh, okay. Amanda, I have a wizard. Am- I have Amanda a wizard. sent it in. Um, oh, boy. It's only got 50% rating, this article. Well, now, so, Griffin, okay. does that mean it's 50% bad or perhaps 50% great? Um, no, I mean, it's a failing grade. Oh, How okay, to act yeah. immortal. Cosplay. Immortality is a common trait found in fictional characters, especially those in the uh, fantasy or sci-fi genre. If you're choosing a character for cosplay, you may want to be immortal. Yeah. Choose a character that's immortal and adopt a style and wardrobe from a long-ago era. You should behave in a mysterious fashion, as if you have a secret. Once you've nailed the basics, pretending to be immortal can be a fun way to participate in cosplay. You know, if you think about it, aren't we all temporarily immortal? Whoa, wow, man! Yeah, that's, that's huge. Yeah, but I, I, it doesn't make any sense. No, but yeah, it doesn't yeah. make much sense. Um, step one: select a specific character. Mm. Uh, you, you can certainly cosplay as your own original character. Uh, you can also choose to be an immortal character from television, film, or book franchise. Who's, who are and your guys? Yeah, who's yeah. Your go, what's your go-to favorite immortal? Um, I mean, there's some listed here that most of it come from Struck Projects. I can say the character Doctor Who. Which is not, which is kind of like pushing the definition yeah, a little bit. Not immortal. Not immortal. I've seen that man die not a immortal. bunch. Um, Doctor Manhattan 
is in here. Melisandre from that one show. Do you guys, okay, okay. Do you guys, okay. Immortal. Okay. Yeah. If a character is immortal, Uh are you saying that given an ideal set of circumstances, like they can't be killed? Yeah. Or given an ideal set of circumstances, they will continue to live forever. Oh. Right. Yeah. If you put a, if you put immortal in a, like a, a big trash compactor or something, <laughs> That's what like, I'm saying. or one of those ASMR shredding this. machines. They it's like, this. yeah, because like a vampire, a vampire not aging, right, will not yeah. die of natural causes. Can yeah. die, can That's, die. That's the thing. They say here's how. You, there's only like two ways to kill a vampire: steak or sunlight. I want to be like if ASMR. I. If I shredding machine? If I put him in an ASMR shredding machine, you're telling me Dracula's gonna be like, oh, you got it wrong. <laughs> what does that mean? Is he just slime in there, but he's still like, oh, I'm still Dracula. They, nice try, idiot. They will reconstitute. You have to chop them up and bury the different pieces in different places. I'm, I'm, I'm still saying alive. if Wolfman, if Wolfman is standing on the ground and, and Lou Ferrigno, the original Hulk, yeah. is yeah. holding 500 pounds of weights. Above yeah. his head, directly uh-huh. above. Yeah. And then he lets it go. That go and kill the Wolfman. The wolf I will, yeah. go, I will take it that. one step further. They say, Wolfman, only weakness is a silver bullet. To which I respond, what about a thousand regular bullets? Are you telling me that <laughs> right. Wolfman against a, a, a storm of, of hot lead? That's what he tells people because when he was born, that's all yeah. they had. But yeah. like we have way better stuff now. Way, that would way, kill the way better bullets. It I is think. also the least tested of the thing because now that I'm thinking about, it, what if I have a silver knife? What if I have a big silver needle and I poke him? Like, will that yeah. do? If I if I get silver needle and I cover it in like rust and dirt, can I give him tetanus? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, can I use silver as a delivery device for other things? Yeah, most of the dark. Pictures, anthology, movie monsters. Yeah. If I struck with my vehicle going 50 miles an hour, <laughs> yeah. I think I could probably, like, knock knock right out. The, the mummy, done. Mummy, dead. Uh, <laughs> uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. That one. Absolutely there's no. You can't like, tell me the Creature from the Black Lagoon is, like, immortal, right? Like, no. He, I bet that fool <laughs> has a hard time breathing outside that, of water. Hey, yeah. as long as there's talk about the fucking Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, I'm so tired of them pretend him being mentioned in the same breath with the rest of the Universal catalog just because that same media conglomerate happens yes. to own him. They always put the creature from the Dark Lagoon in those fucking dark pictures, anthology, whatever it is, in the dark universe images. And he's like, my movie is coming soon. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, not, let's dude, run through the list. never doing it. There's a guy who was made from dead body parts, struck by lightning, came back to life, okay? I could the, kill him with my car driving 50 miles an hour. But there's a guy for, uh, for sure. who was bitten by a vampire or whatever, can turn into a bat, uh, a mortal, right? Magic, right? There's, uh, oh, an ancient mummy that was like an Egyptian pharaoh come back to get revenge. Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And now there's a fish who can walk uh, out of land and he's confused yeah. by everything and grabs people because he's scared. It's like, who cares? That's nothing. Who gives a shit? That's nothing. Blo- his, he is bloated in a way that will make him extremely killable. Yeah. Fishes is one of nature's most killable animals. And, That's hey, why listen, been going hog wild. You're smelling so that long. guy a mile away. Oh, for sure. So he can't easy sneak to up avoid. On you. Are you kidding me? Okay. Hey, uh, sorry. We got so out of it. Uh, choose an era. When you're playing an immortal character, you don't want to go too broad. 
If you're trying to emulate many different eras at once, this can be confusing. It's best to choose a time period from at least 100 years ago. Choosing something like the 1960s may not read as immortal. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. You're telling me that there's not new immortal people? There can't be a ni- a, a, an immortal from 1987. Let's say an immortal, right, has been around thousands and thousands of years, right? Let's say they, they became immortal in like 2000 BCE, right? So now they're like yeah, 4,000 okay. years old. You're telling me that in that time, they have not had the thought of like, I should keep I buying should new clothes. Yeah, like, yeah. Probably okay. about like once every 10 years, I yeah. should keep with the fucking time. I'm not walking around in a fucking toga. Like, yeah. I'm going to raw stress for less, and I'm getting some new clothes, you know? Well, why, I, I, but why would you? I found a style that worked for me when I was 13, and I just kept with it. Why, why can't an immortal do that? It's a like, question I of like, scale. It's, it's a question of scale. I feel like if you've been alive for 2,000 years, you're going to become a hype beast just to have something to do. Right. Just you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna want to research and cover yourself in the newest, hottest drip just because a, you need something to do. Something with your to time. do. Yeah. I would uh, like to see. I guess the moment you stop paying attention as an immortal. The moment you stop paying attention to those, that's when you become outdated, like hopelessly yes. outdated, right? I would like to see an immortal. They never do this in media and stories. An immortal who's bad with money. So, like, yeah, they're mm. immortal, but they're not that kind of immortal where it's like, well, I started buying vases 200 years ago and now they're worth millions of dollars. Like an immortal who's like, yeah, I still have to work, man. Like, I listen, I, I, I'm pretty extravagant in my lifestyle, and I'm like, yeah, I got a nine to five, but I still gotta go. <laughs> it's like, didn't you wait? You didn't like just. Buy a bunch of stocks. I didn't know back then, and then hold on to. Is I'm not a time traveler, bud. I'm not a time traveler. I didn't know. I bought a bunch in like IBM. I'm fucked, man. I don't know what to tell you. I didn't buy Apple. Fuck off. I put all my doubloons in Enron, and it didn't. It sucks for me. Yeah, now. man. I don't know. I lost all my doubloons. <laughs> um, doubloons. Then there's all about dressing up, and that's boring. So we'll skip ahead. Talking in an old-fashioned manner. There's a picture Mm. of a man wearing a derby cap and a bow tie, and he's talking to a young woman, and he says, Take the egg. What? Use dated slang. Look up some old-fashioned slang terms from centuries past. Work them into daily conversation, and if someone doesn't understand, explain the phrase. Cool. Uh, Say something like, my apologies. They use that a lot in my time. That's actually (laughs) powerful for any time anyone says anything that they don't, they wouldn't understand. Say, yeah, oh, something well, we used to say. Something yeah, we used, used to say back in um, the 1890s. You can also, if you're trying to mask it, you can also say, oh, I'm from Australia. Be, and everybody will be like, oh, okay. Because Australian slang can get pretty wild. And yeah. I love it very much. And so yes. if you say something like, I guess, take the egg. And someone's like, what yeah. the fuck? I'm like, I'm uh, from Australia. Use the phrase, take the egg, to describe winning something, it says here. Mm. Um, use the phrase, don't sell me a dog, used to mean, don't lie to me. Um, cool. cool, 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 we can do that. We, this is easy so far. I, I can't wait to pretend can to be I, more. Okay, I pulled up, I want to give you guys some, because I pulled it up and I love it, right? Okay. Oh, you're feeling sad? This is Victorian saying. You're feeling sad? You got the morbs. You got morbs. the morbs. I got the morbs. Yeah, I'm feeling kind of sad, guys. Morbs. I got the morbs. Ah. Develop a slight accent. No. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna um, do that. Make dated references. Look up some older movies, books, and music for for from your era. This sounds like a lot of fucking work. Yeah, man. man. 
Uh, for example, if you're from the 1920s, make references to old vampire movies like Nosferatu instead of modern vampire franchises like Twilight. Again, I have to push back on this. This is not a time traveler from the past. This is a person who's been alive for so long. And they know that virtually every form of media has gotten so much better than it was in the 1920s. That's true. They used to have to put up with like plays and stuff. Music back then was so busted. And there's a reason we make fun of it as much as we do, of like, put another nickel into the Nickelodeon. No one's ever like, <laughs> yeah, this jam from the fucking 1920s, we're bopping to it. It's always in that fucking voice making fun of it because it sucks <laughs> so bad. Okay. But music is so good now. Like Pitbull is doing his thing. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking instincts back i mean yeah it's... books are like scarier and sexier like they didn't oh, do like yeah. a bunch of like scarier sexy well, stuff you in them now you used to not be able to do the law used to be that it could only be scary or sexy the yeah. yeah yeah but now you can be both in one or about a man crossing the country in post-war blah, 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 oh, blah, blah. so fucking boring but now yeah. they can have like cool vampires doing like sex, like lewd acts. Hey guys, here's yeah, another one. Awesome. Here's a Cockney phrase from 1877. And it would okay. be a, a way to say to someone like, oh, can you smell the seat? But instead you'd say, can't you feel the shrimps? <laughs> can't you feel the shrimps? Oh. Can't you feel the shrimps? Tonight. <laughs> um. Can't you feel the shrimps tonight? Um, tonight? Invent a backstory to explain your immortality. Now we're talking. Um, if you're doing your own character, you should decide how you became immortal. You can work in subtle hints to the source of your immortality throughout conversations. Mm. And in 475 BCE, Chinese alchemists believed that a particular brand of mushroom could help you achieve immortality. You can make references to, quote, that cursed mushroom and how you, quote, never should have ate it at all. Huh. The mushroom? Like, why a mushroom? I, I would think less of someone who ate a random mushroom. Like, well, that, that you should know better. Well, if they were an ancient Chinese alchemist and they were like, yeah, I ate this mushroom that made me alive forever, I wouldn't be like, gross. That I would be true. like, wow, right. that's, that's weird. That's wild. I haven't met anybody who's ever done that before. Okay. Exciting. <laughs> um, elixirs of life have been crafted throughout the ages containing ingredients like mercury and arsenic. Make references to a drink containing these ingredients. For example, quote, I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for just the right combination of mercury and arsenic. That's a cool thing to tell someone. Whoa, yeah, I met this el- yeah, dude who's been alive it. forever. Yeah, 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 that's a cool thing to tell kids. That's yeah. Hey, I'm a TikTok influencer and I'm immortal, and I wouldn't have gotten this way if it wasn't for the right balance of arsenic and mercury. Hey, hey, Travis, that's not even a joke. I know. I don't like actually. I know. I started it and I was like, oh no, I hate that. Yeah, there's no, there's no amount of satire in there whatsoever. Either one of those would kill you, friends at home. It's me, Griffin, your actual friend here to tell you. Either one of those will kill you. Both of them double kill you. They'll make you dead. It is the opposite of immortality. You'll be dead (laughs) right away, pronto. Yeah. Post haste. It's actually what we call super mortality. Yeah, hyper mortality. (laughs) Acute mortality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instantly proven mortality. Hey, if um, you guys are feeling partially intoxicated, you can say you're feeling half rats. Half um, rats? I'm about half rats over here, bud. Hey, guys, act like you have special knowledge. If you're immortal, you may be more insightful than others. As you've seen so much over the years, you may be more adept at figuring out how certain events are likely to plan out. All you have to do uh, is all you have to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see how this is going to go. Well, yeah. The fra- okay. What are some of uh, the phrases that you would have to bust out a lot would be like, oh, yes. Uh, uh-huh, yes. Uh, this old, <laughs> this old chestnut. 
Oh, here we go again. <laughs> I've seen this song and dance all. before. Mm. You fucking turn on the TV with all your stupid mortal friends, and you see Balloon Boy floating, and you're like, oh, this old chestnut, huh, Balloon Boy, <laughs> eh? dog and pony show. Another, Don't worry, they're faking it. <laughs> another spin of the merry-go-round on this <laughs> thing you call life, and I call prison. Um, say things like I've seen this same story play out close to a million times by now it no longer surprises me hey is this how to be an immortal asshole who nobody wants yeah, to this associate this is very irritating if, if a moral dude okay if a moral guy was like saw balloon boy as we're all trying to enjoy the boy that's trapped in the balloon uh-huh. if a mortal's like ah here we go again I've seen this I'd be like fuck you did this is a little kid that got up in his own private balloon and is flying around while his dad tries desperately to get him out oh P.S. this is all a stunt that his dad yeah. did and P.P.S. the next thing his dad will sell is a big piece of wood that you screw to the corner of your home so you can scratch your back with it like a bear does that's good. That's good. I, but me, Immortal We're Griffin. Watch the ad for that. I can't break. wait. Me, Immortal Griffin, would be like, well, let me tell you about Dirigible Baby. Yeah. And then I'd tell them about Dirigible Baby, who was a baby who got trapped in a dirigible, but really it was not real. It was there to sell dirigibles. To act somewhat withdrawn. If you're immortal, you likely lost many friends over the years. Therefore, yeah, it's natural. Fun. Your character may be withdrawn and isolated. Hey, sorry, uh, but yeah, nice to meet you too. But unfortunately, we can't become friends because eventually you'll die. Yeah, you'll die. say things like these relationships with others have always have an expiration date. I try not to get attached. Once again, how to be an asshole. How to be, I can't, I'm sorry. This is the only depiction of an immortal person that exists on in media there has to be one that's like yeah it's a lot of work but i keep keep on living just like fuck i was having a tar a tough time over the last 3500 years but then i heard matthew mcconaughey say just keep living and i was like damn he's on to something i'm gonna go get some fucking supreme drip i'm gonna go to a party tonight i'm gonna get my groove back it's a new era for me should we go to the money zone maybe yes we should okay Hey, we're in the money zone now. Let me ask you blah, 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 blah. Okay. Were you know you, that is? Oh, was it Babel? Indeed, it was. Travis, For a second, I, I thought you, know you were I, underwater, and I got so worried, Justin. I got I got Babel on the brain because there has just never been a, a, a better, easier way to learn another language. I was looking at this map of the U.S., and they had all the different languages that were the the most common language after English in these different states. And I just thought, how cool would that be to learn? In, in West Virginia, it's German, by the way. How cool would that be to learn German? Be able to connect with people more? Yeah, you know, only that'd be cool. 22% of Americans speak a language other than English at home. If you uh, if you want to learn a new language, then uh, in, in, in just three weeks, you could start speaking another language, Babel. Um, and it works. I've tried it, and lots of other people, too. They have uh, 150 language experts that are working on this program and it's all broken into these little 10 minute lessons you just do a little little snack for perfect for the toilet and uh one study found that using babble for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college that's just that one study but that's what the study said you tell me like with the partying and everything 
we uh, have a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. You can get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash my brother. You get 55% off at B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash my brother. B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash my brother. Rules and restrictions apply. And if you're not one of our listeners and you try to use that fucking code, get the fuck out I of will, here. I will find you and I will play an episode for you that I think you'll like because I really think, I think you're gonna love it. It's a good show. Uh, I think we can get you on board. What do I have we do to do? do our best. Yeah, man, we're out here trying, you know? What is up, people of the world? Do you have an argument that you keep having with your friends and you just can't seem to settle it and you're sitting there arguing about whether it's Star Trek or Star Wars or you can't decide what is the best nut or can't agree on what is the best cheese? Stop doing that. Listen to We Got This with Mark and Hal only on Max Fun. Your topics asked and answered objectively, definitively for all time. So don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Hey, Sydney, you're a physician and the co-host of Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine, right? That's true, Justin. Is it true that our medical history podcast is just as good as a visit to your primary care physician? No, Justin, that is absolutely not true. Uh, however, our podcast is funny and interesting and a great way to learn about the medical misdeeds of the past, as well as some current not-so-legit healthcare fads. So you're saying that by listening to our podcast, people will feel better. Sure. And isn't that the same reason that you go to the doctor? Well, uh, you could say that. But and our podcast is free? Yes, it is free. You heard it here first, folks. Sawbones, Meryl Tour of Misguided Medicine, right here on Maximum Fun. Just as good as going to the doctor. No, no, no. Still not just as good as going to the doctor, but but pretty good. It's up there. Another question, gentlemen? Yeah, yes, please, sir. Yes, please, Papa. Please, please okay, do a question. Here comes the first question. Thank you. The next question. Okay. It's not the first one. It's the second one. I'm sitting in the middle seat on an airplane during a three-hour flight home. I can see for the rows ahead of me, the sky looks beautiful and the sunset is incredible. I'd love to get a picture of this gorgeous sunset, but unfortunately the window shade in our row is down and the person sitting in the window seat is sleeping. How can I discreetly open the window covering to take a picture without waking them? Should I try to close the window after? They have headphones in, so they should be listening to music with their eyes closed. What do I do if they open their eyes while I'm working on getting this photo? That's from Sunset Obsessed in Orlando. There could be a formation of pterodactyls flying outside of the plane. <laughs> and I would not pull this. I would not attempt this maneuver. I would be like, wow, I'll have to tell people about these pterodactyls later. And they'll just have to believe me. I... Yeah, I you just some things you can't do. You know, no. we forget that sometimes. You can't do that. It would be nice if you could, but that you can't do. Yeah. You can't reach over them. I as yeah. far as I know, I don't think you can. No, here's the thing, and listen, I'm usually I'm I can get a little silly in these answers, but I was just playing through in my head. The two possibilities, the two choices you have are wake up this person and say, Is it okay? <laughs> If I open the window to take a picture of the sunset, you can't, can't do, do that. that. Can't because do that. if you did that to me, I'd be like, what? Yeah, what? I was asleep, man. Yeah. The other option, you, you do it, 
and they wake up as you're like leaning over them with your phone on the window. They're coming yeah. right out of sleeping. Like, what are you doing? They're gonna you're gonna blast them in the face with with vitamin D that they did not anticipate. No one can sleep through that. No one can dream through that. No one wants to wake up to this of a stranger's arm in front of their face because that's not that's you're, not oh, appropriate okay. or acceptable. I have a th- thought. What if you go to the row in front of you and yeah. you're like, this is gonna sound weird, but this piece of shit. Sorry, they're they're. I don't know if they're listening or not, but this bitch this guy this little bitch <laughs> won't let me open the to take a picture he's asleep like a baby he took yeah. a fucking nap and i just love to grab one quick shot out your yeah. window now, here's if the, i could here's the That'd problem be less weird justin here's the problem they clarify in the question they're in the middle seat so let's assume there's someone on the aisle oh. even if they're awake you would have to turn to that person and go all right hey no. sorry excuse me i have to, i really want to take a picture out of the window in the row in front could you Stand up and let me scooch Men- out. Mental seat, you have no power. There's three powers, okay, of the seats. Y- yeah. There's sun power, the power of sun. Correct. Okay. That's that's there. And then in the in the aisle seat is the power of wind because you're able to get up and flee. <laughs> but yeah. the middle seat, that's the power of earth. And what does the earth teach us? It teaches us to be rigid and strong and still. Yeah. And unmoving right. and unpooping. You and are un- you are grounded in a very you're literal grounded. way. The middle seat is a trial that has been put in front of you by the ancients to help you grow as a person. You have no powers there. Now, I, I, no, I, I will think say- in the middle seat, Justin, you have a lot of influence over the experience of the people of your left and right. Yes. Right? With these two chicken wings right here. The amount of- So it's el- a power of heart. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can guarantee a bad experience from the middle seat for the people on your left and right. Yes, but no matter- Okay, but in the middle seat, you have to know that (laughs) you could be the greatest human being for the duration of that flight ever. Yeah. And that person on some part of their brain would still wish you didn't exist. Yes. They would wish you, they would wish you would wink out of existence. They they sat down, you weren't there yet. They were over the moon. They're watching the aisle being like, don't stop here. Oh, no, everybody no, 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 that here. passes, here, here. they're pumping their they're, fists, and then you come and sit down, and they're like, well, dash it all. There's tremendous power that come with each of these seats. But I would also argue, like deadass old Uncle Ben said, that there are also great responsibilities. And if you sit in the aisle, mm-hmm. which is my preferred zone, uh, because I'm of the wind, uh, I also recognize that I am the gatekeeper, and Correct. I must open the gates to my subjects, my supplicants, who are sitting on to, to window side, uh, if they need to go to the bathroom, I I like the feeling of like let me help you, let me help you with hey, that what? by getting up and getting out of your way and not being shitty about it. I like that feeling. I, like I've done. I something can't for you. sleep on a plane, so no. I always take aisle, right? Because even if it's an overnight flight, you will not have to worry about waking me up. No, to go out into the aisle. Now, no. it, and I'll always make a joke like, "How did they all come out? Did they all come out okay? <laughs> hey, how was your shit? <laughs> yeah, wash no. your hands or stinky hands um, is what I'll say. Now, if you're on the window side, I for one, and tell me, boys, if you disagree, I think it's the window side's job to keep the window closed. Yes. Absolutely easiest okay, job in the world. <laughs> okay, that is your job. You, it is a dereliction of duty to leave the window open. If, now, yeah. if the aisle person is gazing wistfully out the window and just admiring the beauty. And, and and I can notice that they're like really enjoying it. I'll close it and then give them a look like, if you love the windows so fucking yeah. much, 
Trade my ass right now. The, the power is yours. Trade my ass right now, you little window looker. <laughs> Give me my aisle. Give me the power of wind. Set me now, free. <laughs> sometimes, you know, the pilot comes over and the pilot's like, uh, if you look to the left, uh, you'll see the Grand Canyon or whatever. I close it as hard as I can. I close it more yeah. and I'm like, no, I don't want to no. see that. I'm in the sky now. I'm of the sky. Show me sky stuff, Captain. Yeah, if the captain was like, if you look up, <laughs> you'll see, holy shit, what is that? Yeah, man, I yeah. want to know about that. I don't care about what's down there. Oh, that's the down below. I don't care about the down below anymore. It's bullshit that I've never flown through the Aurora Borealis. I bet that's cool. I bet that shit rules. Yeah, I bet it's killer. I would I worry about being ass. transported through time. Well, yeah, but it still would look. Like oh, yeah, it would look amazing. You don't have to like immediately shit on my thing. Like It would look cool. I think it would look really cool. Yeah, I'm sorry. You would get langoliered for sure, yeah. but it would look pretty, pretty rad yeah. while you were doing it. Can I, the worst place, by the way, if you're ever on a plane big enough and there's three sections and you're oh. in the middle of the middle, oh. yeah. you're basically in steerage at that yes. point. You need to go down there and dance with all the other Irish immigrants just coming to a new world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, what's yeah, that? Jack brought Rose down to the middle seat <laughs> of the middle seat, and we're having a hoot nanny or whatever. Yeah, have fun, man. Let me suggest this, though. You can say to the person in the aisle, gatekeeper, gatekeeper, I, I must relieve myself. The gatekeeper, if they have any decency at all, will let you up. You go to the back of the plane, and they have that door back there that has a very small window in it that is not going to get you a great angle on this sunset outside. And you will have to say to the flight attendant nearby, like, don't worry, I'm not about to pull on the lever that will kill everyone on this plane. That shouldn't, I shouldn't be able to do, you shouldn't have instructions on the door of how to use the lever that will kill everyone on this plane instantly. Well, that's why I on think. the cockpit door, there's a little diagram of how to put the captain in a sleeper hold, which I yeah, always thought right. was weird. Don't teach me how to do that right then. I'm not going to pull that lever. I need to take a picture outside of this very, very small window. Do you think when Rose was on the rescue boats out, and someone sat next to her. She was like, I don't want to be rude, but I actually, that was going to be for my boyfriend and he's dead. So it's actually mine. Yeah. I <laughs> paid, I paid for both it. seats. Um, I've got pay. Uh, yeah. And he fell off a door. Yeah. Basically. So like, I think I should have both of these seats. I, I like the scene in Titanic when they're all on the rescue boats going out. And then like, while they're like moving to the other ship that wasn't a dumbass that sank, uh, Kathy Bates stood up in the middle of the little uh, life raft and started to like river dance. Yeah, and they had to be like, "No, no that we're not doing that part." Anymore, <laughs> no, that's Kathy. done. Actually, that's done. We did the we did the special dancing on the big boat. This boat's too small for that, Kathy. Yeah. Um, so I'm really sorry though. I'm sorry you weren't there for the original big dancing, and you keep talking about how much it sucks that you missed it, and now you definitely, definitely can't do it because the boat's underwater. And you could do it on the gonna... new boat, but is it? I think it's too soon. But if you want to, if you want to have sex in a Model T and do a sweaty handprint, you can do that. That's fine. You can do that on Big Bo, or just wait till we get back to America and we will find a parking lot or something. Um, but this boat's too small. You can't do that, Kathy. I'm so sorry. Celebrity wine, why not? Holy Celebrity wine, why not? They got a passion for grapes. They think beer is for apes. Celebrity wine, why not? Hell yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this segment, Celebrity Wine, Why Not? I'm your sommelier, Justin Mackle. Justin, what's like a fancy middle name? Andre. Tyler. Peter McElroy. Okay. I'm a JP. sommelier, and 
and gentlemen, I, I hate to interrupt your meal, but we have, because uh, I know that you two are enjoying uh, celebrating Travis's birthday. Yeah. Um, Sorry we didn't invite you. I could get a reservation for two. That's okay. I had to work tonight anyway as the sommelier here. But we did have a few celebrities that wanted to come over and offer you their wines personally. Again? Um, yes. And they were hoping you could, um, as a boost to their ego, and I know it's weird, but that you could identify them. Oh, uh, weird. Asked, yeah. Um, okay. Waiting till Travis is done. I'm ready. Okay. I was listening. That's my listening face. I was looking at my fingers. Okay. All right. Uh, is it? Let me let me welcome over at first. Hi. Uh, hi. I I'm here to offer you uh, a glass of my new wine. Are you I a famous want... person? Ah, uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, awkward, Griffin. It's my new wine, kind of wild. And it, it is a line that includes it's zero sugar. Wait, it's called kind of wild. Kind of wild. It's zero sugar, and I feel like as someone who is passionate about food and wine, I feel like I've met my match in kind of wild. This is the wine I want to drink that I serve at home when entertaining, and I believe everyone who tries it will feel the same. It's kind of wild. One other thing, and this is like really kind of weird, guys, but I'm like um really good friends with your brother. Like we're like best friends. It's Kesha. No. Oh. That, Which that, brother are you friends you. with? Just which your brother Justin. I'm saying it to both of you. Like your your brother and I are like really. Is this good a friends. clue? Is this a clue? Uh, famous person. Is this a? Cl are you giving us a clue right now by saying that? I am, or? but you know me. I'm from West Virginia. Like you know me. Uh, is I'm, it Katie Lee? Yes, it's Katie Lee. I'm this me. I am. I is Katie Lee. Yes, thank you so Katie much. Katie Lee, you have your own wine. Yeah, it's called Kind of Wild, and it's the kind of wine I want to drink. I serve at home when entertaining. Nice. Yeah, thank you. And so I'll what did you, you do before you made it? What were you serving at home? Uh, the, just big cups of grapes that I had oh. smushed up with a hammer. And no one All right. it. Let me That's say cool. no more, right? Uh, oh, yeah, come on over. It's fine. No, they're really nice. Hi, I'm a different person. Uh, I you sound really. You sound really a whole lot like Katie Lee. I wanted to offer you a glass of Archer Roos. Archer, spell it. Wine. Spell that now. A R C H E R R O O S E. Archer Roos is my canned wine, and I am. I wanted to offer it to you. Um, and let me, if I could take you inside uh, the wine offering. Um. I it's I founded it with my friend Marion, and as I got to know her, I realized that she and I share an ethos. She's created something that resonated with me and what I value, which is conversation, connection, craftsmanship, and quality. And yeah, I was frustrated I couldn't think of a fourth C there, and I went with quality. But yes. And it, to me, guys, and I could see her kind of glazing over, so I want to hook you back. Yeah, me, yeah. Wine is another form of storytelling. Ooh, okay. I've always oh, okay. loved wine, but wanted to make sure it's accessible. Uh -huh. and build a brand that would resonate with women. Okay. When I realized Marion's gambit was to put really good wine into cans, I Ooh. thought about my own life and all the incredible shared moments with family and friends, a beach day, a ski trip, and how it would be great to pull a Sauvignon Blanc out of a cooler for a change. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I mean, it's a better gambit than putting really shitty wine into. Cans. Yeah. 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 If you're gonna do one or the other, or really good wine into the dirt socks yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
But do you, and who do you know? I love, I'm a storyteller, but my medium is wine for now. And okay. I wanted to make a great brand for women. Who am I? Mm. You are. I have nothing. I have literally nothing. Are you an I'm, author? Are you an author? I am a movie maker. I'm a maker of films. Look at my face. I'm also an actor. Look okay. at my face. Yeah. Movies? Come on. So for, the, for this exercise, you look a lot like our brother, Justin. Pitch Perfect? And You're uh, Anna Charlie's Kendrick? Angels? No. Wait. Who was in both of those films? Wait, which Charlie's Angels? Uh, oh wait, wait, the wait! The one with me, Cameron, Cameron Diaz. No, 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 no. Cameron Diaz was not in. She has a wine, and it is atrocious. I'm no, sorry, you I know are... I shouldn't say that, but like, fuck her wine. I, I can picture Elizabeth this Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Yes, I'm Elizabeth Banks. Yes, you're the smart one. They said that you were the smart one. Will you That's take me. my wine of me? Take my wine from me. Sure. Crack. Mm, that's a good stuff. Hey, hey guys. Yeah. I'm I'm Jared Pedalecki, and we've already talked about me, but I did want to <laughs> remind you guys about the time that I said, I'm so proud of this awesome juice I was able to be a part of. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Jared. We had forgotten about your great stuff. <laughs> yeah, Justin forgot about it. <laughs> Kicks ass, man. Wanted to remind you guys. Anyway, I'd like you to meet a very good friend of mine. Hey, guys. I got Hunt and Ride for you. This is my new brand. It's named Haunt? for my- Hunt and Ride. It's named for my two sons, Hunter and Ryder. Fuck, got, man. I got that th- sucks. I got three varietals. They're between 45 and 75 a bottle. Are you saying the names of my sons sucks? Yeah, and the fact that then you changed it and made it the wine, the name of your business. That sucks, man. I think you should not be so judgmental of me if your brother would really like to have me on the show is, someday. Is it Jensen Ackles? No, uh, let me serve up what I got for you guys. First up, I got a Cabernet blend, a Zinfandel, and a bomb-ass Pinot. <laughs> That's how I describe it in print. <laughs> bomb-ass yeah. Pinot. Yeah. I I'm mean, when also- I went... Well- when I was clubbing in, in college, I would also sort of shout that out to everyone under the thrall of my voice, like, what's up, everyone? I got a bomb-ass Pinot. Who got wants to party? Got a bomb-ass Pinot for you. This is named after my boys, Hunt and Ride. And uh, it's a bomb-ass Pinot, Pinot Noir, and uh, I got and, a, a Zinfandel. And, and one I, of us wants to have you on the show. I want to tell you guys also, to take you guys in, because I feel like I can trust you guys. I'm preparing a sparkling rosé for next year because okay. sparkling's sexy. Everybody okay. wants sparkling. Sparkling sexy. Everybody wants sparkling. I can't tell. See, Justin has changed his voice somewhat, and I can't I tell if that- I bomb ass Pinot. Is it Guy Fieri? Oh, Travis. Yes, it is Guy Fieri. Congratulations to you. You nailed I don't it. know how badly we want Guy on the show at this particular junct- junction. I don't know. Maybe he's a struck project. It's hard to say anymore. It's struck Guy. I, and struck it may be a little story. wishful thinking on his part where he would yeah. just love to get an invite. Yeah. I got um I got one more for you real quick. I guess I was thrown off when Jared Padalecki said a very good friend of mine, and then it was yeah. Guy I don't yeah. I've never seen those two hang out, but it was politeness. He was oh, just being okay. polite. You know, I've, I've never seen those two in the same room at the same time. Oh my god, you're right, Griffin. 
Oh wait, no, I just did. When oh we introduced right, yeah, okay. Guy, yeah, never mind. Um, hey guys, hey, uh, you guys, Dave like Matthews? Him? No, that okay, I would have not to be ask Dave Matthews' voice. Okay. Come on, okay. hi. Um, I'm like sad, Dave Matthews, and I'm uh, I want to uh, tell you guys about um my new product. I'm doing it with Night Owl Canning, and sure. it's um, it's. I'm calling it Canvino. Canvino spell Canvino canned Canvino one word C A N V I N O and I'm pretty sure that I just combined can and the word vino into Canvino and you sure did. Our tagline is bottle quality wine in a can. Wow! So that's the only thing that most can winemakers have sort of the go is like the tagline that suggests it's not shitty. It looks it's shitty, but it's bad. not it shitty. It looks shitty. It's not shitty. It what I appreciate shitty, there, celebrity, is that it starts like it's going to be a play on words, like bottle quality wine. Oh, and then you ran out of steam and just said in a can. I um, I wanted to tell you uh, why I got involved with this because uh, it may seem like a weird fit, but after. After attending a music industry experience in wine country, I was inspired by how much I learned about wine and how the flavors of each varietal could shape my experience. Hmm. It's almost impossible to share a truly exceptional bottle of wine at a concert due to glass restrictions. That's a good point. So I sought out how I could combine music and wine in a more accessible fashion. Bottle quality wine in a can. Is this Young Gravy? Well, no. Because I would have guessed Post Malone, but I know Post Malone has a different wine already. I'm like a little bit older, a little bit more grown up. Actually, the uh, the print on the bottles is inspired by my tattoo sleeves. Oh, you're Adam Levine. You are Adam Levine. I'm like... Adam Levine is not sad. uh, You're Sean Mayer? uh, No. Now that's closer. I got to say, man, like collaborating with... With Chris on Can Oh hi, I'm from Canvino. Collaborating for, with Chris on Canvino has taken the brand to a whole other level. His depth of thought and generosity of spirit has been invaluable at every stage of our creative process. Sad Dave Matthews first name Chris. Makes Damn, I wine. let Chris slip, didn't I? Who's he the guy? Chris. Who's the guy from uh, Coldplay? What's his name? Chris Martin. He's not sad. Well, if Chris Martin wants to do a wine, he's not going to partner with fucking anybody. Okay. He'll go yeah. out to the vineyard and squish it with his feet. And he's himself. not sad. He's killing it 24 fucking seven. <laughs> he's having a great time and he wants you to know. Okay. Chris. Chris. Sad Chris's. Sad, sad musical Chris's. Sad musical Chris's. When you get it. This is Chris okay, Gain. Get, Chris Gain. No, it's definitely not wish, Chris Gaines. You wish. I will say this. This is someone that has not had a huge cultural footprint that I am aware of in recent years. That would be, but that was tattoo be, sleeves. Justin doesn't listen to them. Musical not like Chris. That. Like sad. I don't think they have a big cultural foothold. Fifteen years ago, massive. Can you name a song? Name a song. Oh, Chris Carabas. Uh, Chris Carabas. Oh. There he is. There he Christopher is, Chris Carabas. Carabas of Dashboard Confessional. That it Caraba? Caraba or Carabas? Yes. I think Carabas is Caraba. a chain of Mexican restaurants. Carabas is a chain of Italian, Italian restaurants. restaurants. And then Chris Carabas is the lead singer of Dashboard Confessional. And, and he has said, it's right there. And it, I mean, it's like kind of his thing. If he, 
If he gets happy, he goes broke. Yeah, uh, his wine goes foul in the can. <laughs> um, I think we're done. Yes. Yeah, we're love done. it. That's cool. a good. That's a good one. That's a good. Thanks, two thousand three Griffin, for helping me out with that one. Hey, everybody! I want to tell you, we got new merch because it's a new month. Here we are, in November. We got a hogs got a hunt holographic sticker by Sam Schultz, uh, who is at I M underscore Sam underscore Schultz on Instagram. Uh, and right now we got a sale going on through January first: thirty percent off all apparel, twenty percent off <gasps> all other items. Buy five shirts, get a free backpack, and there's also a discount on all past Candlelight's merch. Very, very cool. 10% of all merch proceeds this month go to the Fair Elections Center, which uses litigation and advocacy to remove barriers to registration and voting, particularly those disenfranchising underrepresented and marginalized communities, and to improve election administration. And you can pre-order The Adventure Zone, the suffering game graphic novel at theadventurezonecomic.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you to Montaigne for the use of our theme song, My Life is Better With You. Played it for uh, Henry the other day uh, because he asked about it, and he really likes it. Oh, look at that. There you go. That's that's, a winner. That's all you need to know. Uh, Also, if you- Uh, His second favorite song is called Skibbity Bop Yes Yes, and it's about a little guy named Skibbity Toilet. Yeah. I don't know. My my whole family loves Skibbity Toilet. I I I managed to avoid it. Thank fucking God. Yeah, there he is. There's, that's him. That's the lead singer. Confessional invests in wine in a can. <laughs> There's a lot of prepositions. I also want to say, if you enjoy uh, Great British Bake Off, uh, Teresa and I uh, are doing our mini series podcast that we do each year when a new season comes out called Bake On, where we talk about the season and discuss each episode. Find it where podcasts are found. Hey, let's give let's bathe our friends. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Happy My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad, square on the lips. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.